it's a, a slow, meandering affair. He wants to kick, he's gotta go now. With Josh Kerr. Alright, here David Rivich. Josh Kerr. David Rivich. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Rivich. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sit and Kick podcast. I'm your host, David Rivich. And I'm your better host, Josh Kerr. Today, we're sitting and kicking it with all of you losers. Everyone who wants to come and hang and chat with your boys are welcome. Be it banter or bullying, we accept it all. This could end up being the best or worst episode, so strap in, folks, and let's get to work. Dave, are you excited? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm already sweating and I'm uh, pretty nervous, but you know, it's kind of like, uh, like last night felt like Christmas Eve, except on like Christmas Day, I knew I was getting cold, but for some reason, I'm still excited about that. I think disclaimer before we start, what have you had, what have you consumed today, Dave? Oh, I've only consumed like coffee and candy corn. So I'm properly fueled for a good banterish episode. I'm a little jittery, a little nervous. So you're going to give us analogy after analogy of, of how excited you are. Right now? I mean, I, I could probably think another one off the top of my head. Go for it quickly. quickly. Uh, it's like I walk to a car dealership with a pocket full of money and I hope I get sold a lemon. <laughs> what does that even mean? Do you know what a lemon is? A lemon? Yeah. Yes. I know what a lemon is. Yeah. No, not like a fruit lemon. I mean, I'm talking like oh. a lemon car. No? Is that all you got? No. I mean, that's not all I got, but a lemon car is when you buy a car that's broken. So it's like, I hope I walk to a car dealership. And that's oh. kind of like this episode. It's going to be a great episode, but I hope I get bantered. Um, but yeah, it's like I walk to a car dealership with a pocket full of money and I get sold a lemon. But I have more analogies off the top of my head. This, this is easy. Go on, thank you. Go on. Um, it's like it's like I'm a track and field athlete, but I'm excited to be representing Great Britain at a world championship. <laughs> I think you'd be excited to to uh, represent anyone at this point. Dave. I mean, at, at this point, I might sign with Malta or something. You know, just get the job done early. Sign with Malta. David <laughs> Ribbit signs with Malta. Small school, small country. <laughs> small aspirations. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I love it. I love it. I love it. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, we are going to just bring on you guys, you know, one, one by one and, and, and try and, you know, ban it with you guys as much as possible and just have a little bit of fun, to be honest. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm sure a lot of it will be cut, but maybe we'll get some clips on our YouTube page. So we'll see. Currently, we have three people in the lobby. So this might be a Pop bad day for, off, for both of us. Dude. It's not even 11 o'clock. It's 1055 and we have a lineup of people. So this is going to be a three is um, a crowd, dude. That's what I'm saying. Three is a crowd. <laughs> oh man, this is not going to be good. Um, do you think we should just start letting people in early and get the job job going? Because if there's a lobby of ten, I mean, we don't want to just have people waiting. I mean, Jane, we're going to get as many as ten. Waiting? That's, that's crazy numbers, bro. I mean, ten people. Hopefully, that's, there that's, are ten people. That's in the tin world. man drop kind of numbers, bro. Tin man drop ten. Um, hashtag <laughs> tin ten. Actually, Josh, you want to talk? Speaking of drops, do you want to talk about the future of uh, Sit and Kick podcast? Yeah, we're we're expanding, ladies and gentlemen, and that should excite everyone because it excites me and Dave. Um, <laughs> we want to we want to put together um, some great content for you guys. That the idea that we have is to grow the sport, and we have some phenomenal things in the works right now that are hopefully going to elevate this podcast, elevate the podcast and the running community and, and just kind of supply um, the listeners uh, of this podcast, you know, a lot more content, um, a lot more, I don't know, gear, giveaways, drops. 
Um, we have seven like people waiting. Cool. Um, so yeah, I think you know the, the future of the Sit and Kick podcast, especially coming through into season four, is definitely um, multi-platform. Uh, we're definitely going to start doing a little more video stuff because you want to see our pretty faces. And we might be putting a little website together and, and some exciting stuff for you guys. So I have apparently said to everyone that if you really rile me, that I'm going to be giving you a prize. So, I mean, I think, I hope Dave's going to supply that because I have no money left. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll figure something out. But another exciting thing, speaking of prizes, um, we are going to be dropping a merch line pretty, pretty close to the, the launch of our website. But our merch line is going to be a little bit more unique and a little bit more fun for us. It's not going to be the classic t-shirt, sweatshirt drop. We won't show those items just yet because they're in the works of getting created, but we're going to drop some things that we hope all of you are excited about. But we have a lobby of eight people waiting. It is 10.59. Let's get the show on the road. Josh, you ready? No, thank you. Oh, Ian. Ian. Ian just up, sitting dude? there. He's just leaving us hanging. He's got a 10-man jersey hanging in the background. This is going to oh, be the easiest tough. roast of the day. That's tough. He's connecting to audio. Ian. Yo, Ian, you're sitting on, there bro? with a Tin Man Elite jersey hanging in the background and you expect to come on this podcast and have a good time? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, uh, we want you to, to say your name and then uh, shoot your shots. All right, so uh, my name is Ian Sherlock. Um, I have, I have two, a question for each of you as individuals and I got a question for both of you. Perfect. All right, so David... Uh, what was the most important key to going pro as a D2 runner? Mm, you hear that, Josh? I'm going to get lifted this entire episode. Um, yeah, as a, as a Division two athlete, I mean, like, the most important thing was just kind of staying consistent because not every opportunity is a great opportunity. I felt like coming um, out of Division two school, I'd be in some races where um, it wasn't the highest caliber. And that's not to say anything down about the competition, but it wasn't the same. Like, Josh winning – NCAA championships and me winning uh, a random meet in Corvallis, Oregon. Um, there's some separation there. So for me, staying consistent at the highest level that I raced and staying consistent at the lowest level was like the most important because at the end of the day, like winning and, and competing in the race you're in is the most important thing. And um, it's kind of like what Josh says is in, in like previous episodes where um, one race can defy something, a few minutes can defy a career. And so like think every opportunity could be that. So for me coming out of division two, I just, wanted to race every race I was in and, and make a good time so I could beat Josh eventually. <laughs> All right. And now my question for Josh. Oh, Lord. So I was going to make a joke about you not having a girlfriend. So just to be sure, I DM David last night to see if that was the case. And to my surprise, it turns out you do have a girlfriend. So that leads me to a question. Are you embarrassed by her? Because you haven't posted anything about her on Instagram since June 8th of 2019. <laughs> wow, dude. Right, okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking complete facts here. I I'm not great at Instagram to start with. I think we can all we can all say that. But what I will say, whenever I post a picture with her, um, I do lose a considerable amount of followers. <laughs> um, so I made the decision on my Instagram page to not. To not do that, and when it came, we, I think we've been dating for just over three years now, and uh, it was coming up to our third year anniversary, and she was like, "Please don't post me on your Instagram on our third year anniversary." And I was like, "Oh, why?" And she was like, "Because the last time you posted about me was on our two year anniversary." And I was like, "Oh Lord, that's probably not good." So yeah, uh, no, there'll, there'll be some posts coming you guys' way. It's fine. 
we yeah we're in a great place we're just not really a very well i mean dave talks about his missus all the time but that just gets boring you see <laughs> that's a, that was a good one dude i i i, was, I like that one a lot all right and then you had a question for the both of us yeah so do you guys ever see yourself in the need of having a media intern someday I mean, we are like what we said in our previous intro, um, right before we started letting people in. And to be fair, Ian, you were sitting in the lobby for a good 15 minutes before uh, the even actual episode started. So we appreciate your um, commitment to uh, hopping in this call and being our first guest actually on. So thank you for that. And we are expanding. We're creating a website. We're creating a merch line. We're creating a bunch of stuff to kind of create um, a little bit more than just a podcast of sit and kick because what we've come to realize is it is a community and it is something that like a lot of people are excited to be a part of and and see a different side of track and field so a media intern yes I mean there's something that like Josh and I definitely have to discuss in terms of like a business um, but media interns yeah like any anyone that wants to help build the brand is going to be big for us are you, are you awesome. pitching are you shooting your shot now with that too Yes, sir. I'm a fellow communications major. Oh, Let's no. Go. There can never be too many in the world. Let's go. Awesome. Best um, degree out there, dude. No, I love it. Yeah, well, I, we can definitely talk about that at some point. I'm, uh, you know, we've already messaged on Instagram and stuff, and he seems to be messaging Dave about my missus. So I'm sure we'll be having words after this anyway. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having us on and everything. Awesome. Of course. Always. Have a good day. You too. Cheers. Bye. All right, we're going to give this guy one minute. and then Oh, he's connecting to audio. Here it comes. Perfect. Can you hear us? Hello? Well, yeah. What's up? Awesome. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Pretty good. How are you guys? Yeah, we are good. good. Yeah, you're uh, caller number two. So uh, the first guy ripped into Josh. So oh, was, sick. we're off to a great start. So Dave, I, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of curious. So you're, you're, a, you're a successful, handsome individual, right? Uh, I like to think so. <laughs> so... So, uh, how, and I, I heard you actually had a girlfriend too. So how, how was your first kiss? Just curious. Oh was, my God. That would be a good story. That was my first kiss. Um, not a lot of people know this story. So I know you've done research. My oh, first no. kiss. Um, man. So I was 16 years old. Um, Jesus. I know and a lot of people get a little bit more frisky than that in their first kiss. I was 16 years old. I was at a homecoming dance. And the song was, um, Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not? That country song. Oh, <laughs> Josh, have you, have you never heard that? No. Uh, man, I'm sweating. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> me and this girl kissed to that song. A bunch of people saw it and started cheering. And uh, we never talked again after that night. Um, so You play her. I play, you know, what can I say? I like to play the field. We got that smooching out of the way and uh, moved on. <laughs> so wow. Homecoming song kisser, yeah. That, oh, nice. And the cheering, too. That really just completes the whole image. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so I'm just going to cut straight to it. Are you even, are you even on the Brooks Beast team? Like oh, just, why would you, why would you think that? Why would you think that? Give me, give me your reasoning. Well, I, you're in some of the PR photos, and it, seemed, it says up a couple places on your Instagram but, mm -hmm. uh, that you're on the team. But, but I'm looking through, like, other people's – on the team's Instagrams and trying to, trying to see, you know, what, what can I say? It's like, Oh, where's, where's Josh? He wasn't here. Oh, he wasn't there either. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm just curious, is there anything in it for you other than the enormous paycheck? 
I do like that you brought that up. Uh, yes, I am part of the Brooks Beast, and they have the best coach in the world. They have some of the best training partners, but I am a I'm a I signed really early, um, and I still had two years left of college. So I d- I try and bounce back and forth as much as I can, and I'm trying to be in Seattle as much as I can. But I do have to go to class, so sometimes I'm not there, which is a bit of a shame. But that's going to change pretty soon when I'm finishing my classes. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely an interesting situation, and, and Dave misses me all the time. He's calling me every day. He's like, Josh, I need you back here, man. I miss you. And, you know, you'll come to Albuquerque. He came back. He came to my house like two weeks ago because he missed me that much. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I want to be out there with my guys all the time. But it's, uh, it, I'm just, you know, trying to further my education because a communication degree is not really getting me places. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad you had an explanation for that because uh, <laughs> your, your team player was really called into question a couple couple times. So that's... Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, you have any any last dire questions? You have a few more, correct? Um, yeah, yeah. So I, like you said, I did some I did some research. Uh, while I've got time, I guess. So, Dave, um, have you you spent a little bit of time on on RuneScape? I heard how how much exactly. Who did you talk week? to? Did you, you, you had to message my girlfriend. There's no way that anyone knows those stories other than my girlfriend. You messaged my girlfriend and she has a private account. You're, you're a psychopath. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, when I was injured, I was grinding away on RuneScape because uh, that was the game that was keeping me busy. And it's a guilty pleasure of a game because it's not a very attractive game to play. But I put in the hours on that game. And uh, meanwhile, yeah, I, God, yeah, you messaged my girlfriend for sure. Um, yeah, I it's okay, man. It's all right. You I have a long say, relationship with her. She wouldn't cheat on you. I promise. I would say in the month of July, I was probably doing anywhere between four and six hours a day. Jesus. But it was like AFK. It wasn't like totally gaming. But okay, we're we're uh, we're cutting <laughs> we're cutting your slot unless you have one more uh, question, just because we got a lot of people waiting. All right, all you want to say them. your name and uh, just so we can get a little shout out on the podcast as well. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, Reese Kilbarger Stump. Cool. Awesome, nice man. One. Well, thank Cheers, you for fella. calling in and roasting me and not as much Josh. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll see you later. Excellent. Thanks. Cheers, yeah. mate. Bye. Bye. All right. Another one coming in. How many have we got in the lobby? Nine. What up, dude? All right. All right, Wyatt, you're on the clock. You have All your right. moment of glory. <laughs> All right. Well, got to rep Western Oregon. Western dude. Oregon right. Wolves sweatshirt. Already my favorite one we've had so far. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm probably the only person that read your books. Small so, school, big and, and I have some the problems. one reader. There we go. We're two for two. Small school, big dreams. Western oh. Oregon. I'm on an all-time high. <laughs> Much like your podcast questions, you didn't do a very good job of editing your book. See, there are five completely blank pages with page numbers in them. Page 151, 247, 304, 360, 395, and a bonus sixth one. Since you always added the last rep is optional, 453. Oh and my God. on 4-20-2018 was the infamous day of, hey, bud. <laughs> Wait, That's what Josh called said, hey, bud. That's what the chat should be anyway, You know, I, really, no, I was at a real, high. You just, you're a roller coaster, man. <laughs> the real reason I showed up here is um, I remember you saying you ate nuts a lot mm-hmm. when I first read it. Well, I went back the second time. And I was kind of wrong, but I had to watch every mile you ran and every time you ate nachos or oh. a blizzard. You caught six blizzards over the course of one year. Well, 
my conclusion is the average plate of knots has about 37 chips, right? Well, if you ate three plates of nachos, that's 111 chips. If I look at the miles you ran, you ran 2,773 miles over the course of the year. So your chip to mile ratio is one chip every 24.98 miles. You almost <laughs> ran a marathon for every chip you ate, but you did it, and I'm disappointed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that, dude. I'm not That's... even – I'm not – yeah. I'm not a math major. I'm a history major. But, like, I had to do the four hours of research. In my case, history does not repeat itself because I do not make nachos as much as I used to. So I appreciate you doing the deep dive there. You have any shots for Josh? Is this just your two-minute slot to come on and roast me? Um, Well, I only read your book. Josh didn't make a book. But just remember (laughs) – you awesome. tried saying mileage is like pizza and then gave up and said it's like me. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for so <laughs> much for using the slot wisely. Thank you, Wyatt. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Next. Zachary is, is loading in right now. I have him joining. Sick. All right. Zachary with a mic. Central Washington University. I recognize that. Oh, yes, you do. Um, I just had a guy in a Western Oregon University sweatshirt roast me about a few things on my book. So I'm hoping you aim at Josh for your uh, two-minute slot. But if you wanted to introduce yourself and uh, your time is about to get going. Um, Yeah, my name is Zach Sunt. I run at Central Washington University and just, you know, fellow D2 GNAC guy. Um, Same as Dave here. Um, Didn't run at the same time, though. Just just missed you. Um, I know you want me to roast Josh, but you know, as a fellow D2 guy, of course, you know, I have to come at you. Um, you know, I am a bigger guy like Josh, but, um, you know, I, I, nothing, nothing about college or D2 though. Um, I'm a Washington guy and I just, you know, I was looking through some old stuff and I just wanted to know what, okay. Border clash. I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring that up. One thing, how does it feel to be on the like constantly losing side. I know they don't run anymore, but um, Oregon is, you know, way worse apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what happened that junior year? You didn't go back senior year, you know, um, just. Gosh. Okay. So let, let me get this uh, out of the way too. So border clash, Josh, if you're unfamiliar, unfamiliar border clash is an event that goes between the, Oregon and Washington and you run at the Nike world headquarter campus in Beaverton. So they take like the top Oregon runners, the top Washington runners, and they throw them into that race. And it's like a scored cross country meet. So it's a pretty cool meet. Um, really good opportunity. They don't do it anymore, unfortunately, but here's so you the ran bad. I ran bad junior year. I think I was like 48 out of like 60 people. Fun fact. I did run my senior year, but I finished farther back than that. So you didn't scroll far enough on the uh, wow. results sheets to find me my senior year. Um, <laughs> What happened was, is I went out in the lead every time thinking I would be able to run with the Matthew Matons, Tanner Anderson, John Drezels of the world and got absolutely obliterated. I think my first mile, I can't remember which one of, which one of them it was, but it was someone that was a top dog out of Oregon and Washington. I was at the first mile and the guy literally looks over to me and says, are you supposed to be up here? <laughs> and then sure enough, two miles later, I'm in 45th place. So I sucked. Uh, it wasn't a good experience, but it was an awesome experience at the same time. Yeah, I um, have nothing else to say other than the fact that I blew those opportunities out the door. 
Yeah, and I didn't even want to touch on uh, NXR. We don't even have to go there. Yeah, um, I never qualified 80th or 70th place uh, out of regionals was my highest. So, yeah, please uh, let my small ego uh, remain for the moment. So. <laughs> um, but fair. we got people waiting in the lobby. Uh, I don't yes. appreciate you coming into the call and taking your shots at a fellow D2 guy. To me, uh, yeah. you're now Division Three, in my opinion. So uh, Division Three, oh my gosh, not like <laughs> PLU or something. Uh, awesome, already. But the, yeah, hey, thanks so much for coming in, and uh, yeah. I won't edit any of that out. I promise. Oh well, yeah. Good luck with everybody else. I'm sure it'll only get worse from here. <laughs> thanks for the support, man. All right, have a good day. Oh yeah. There we go. How's it going, bro? It's going good. How's it going for you guys? Uh, terrible yeah. for me. Dave's getting roasted, so I'm quite, I'm quite having a good time. That happens every episode. So. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. We're gonna have you uh, say your name and uh, take your shots at only Josh, please. I beg you. <laughs> I only, well, I am a D two guy, so I guess I have to take David's side on most things. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, my name is Colin McLean. I go to Washburn University, which is a D two that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question or my banter is one that I'm going to have to send to the sit and cake DMs because it does involve pictures. So I need you guys to decide who would win the fight. One's a picture of Josh. One's a picture of Dave, but they're, they're kind of old pictures. So you guys look at the sit and cake podcast DMs and you tell me who would win in a fight between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Let's be honest, man. Let's be honest here. Dave's trying to be like a Conor McGregor type, shaved his head, you know, got his, got his vest on. But at the end of the day, a man in a kilt is never going to get beaten. And I don't, I don't think he can be a guy in a kilt. Oh, he my God. No what? chance. You did tons of research. Um, <laughs> wow. Yes. Long. So Josh actually only wears skirts now. He doesn't actually wear pants. That all, all that is is a skirt. I don't even think that's a kilt. Um, Looks like he's about to join Ravenclaw Harry Potter, but not on the male side of things, but, which is okay, Josh. Um, I, on the other hand, am lo- have a fully loaded water gun with a shaved head, and we'll definitely um, release those photos. For how, old those. Are you, how old are you in that picture, Dave? How old are you in your photo? Uh, 17. I'm, uh, what is this? Maybe That'd 16. Be, I was 16 in that as well. Really? We're similar yeah. age in those. We're the same age. You look about 12 years old. I do look about 12 years <laughs> old. <laughs> But I make up for it in uh, the the massive gun that I'm holding. Yeah, <laughs> not um, the guns gonna, you've got. I'm gonna probably ha- go ahead and take myself out of that and say Josh would most likely beat me in a fight. <laughs> most likely. Most, most likely. likely. Considering girls in skirts were beating me up at that age, I think Josh in a skirt could also beat me up at that age. That's fair. Well, I do have a knife in my sock at that point, so that also helps. It's part of the attire. Might it's not be a, a clean fight, but it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a knife to a war gun fight. That's just how I roll. <laughs> awesome. Do you have any more shots? Or is that it? We got people in the lobby. Uh, that's all I got. I'll let you get to the rest of them. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks for coming Love in it, and mate. getting us Thank going. No Thank you so much. All right, bye. See you guys. See ya. How's it going, mate? You all right? Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. We want you to uh, introduce yourself and then take your two-minute slot wisely because we got – Tons of people ready to roast Josh. I've been on the, the block okay. all day. So please, please take the focus to him. My name's Adrian. Um, I'm a runner from North Carolina and I've written up a pretty good piece. Oh, no. Uh, 
All right, so first off, I'd like to give an apology to Luke Matthews, whose 1K PR is about two seconds faster than David's. While we're on David, interestingly enough, he's the only person between Josh, himself, and all the other guests to not have a Wikipedia page, even though he has his own book. Though I'm not even sure it would get more clicks than his website already does. <laughs> so, I don't want to beat David too much. He's taught me a lot. Like how you can be interviewed for a 30th place finish at Cross Country Nationals, Division <laughs> 2, and even make Josh's facial hair look good. Hey. On the subject of his 30th place interview, uh, it had reflecting on a fast start in the title. This title adds to my theory that after the 2017-2018 school year, David adopted the holy rule of sitting and kicking. As in the following track season, he ran against Jakob Ingebrigtsen. He led strongly through 300 meters and closed with the slowest 400 meters by five seconds in a brutal last place finish. Okay, now time for Mr. Kerr himself. Uh, you talk a lot of trash about Craig, but as a North Carolina runner, I can say he's inspired more high schoolers in this state to get a mullet than people in the world that think your neck beard looks good. You get beat up for a lot of things, like being to Oliver Huar, how Grant Fisher is to Morgan McDonald, the pride of one's country until getting absolutely smacked by an Australian. Also, can't forget the legendary DMR, but I'm just good putting that out there. My focus instead now is on the grass. Josh placed 224th in the Division I cross-country national meet, which sounds rough, but wait until you see that since 2010, out of all the 1,500-meter title winners, he ran the lowest placement in the cross-country national meet by 108 positions. Come on, milers aren't that bad at cross-country. Though, I'd like to give my fellow listeners a finish on a high note. Josh, just like David, has come a long way. On the 6th of January, 2016, Josh got last place in the great Edinburgh Cross Country 1K with a finish in an unreal time of 3.01. <laughs> if, okay, first of all, that phenomenal. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. But I've got it. I'm not saying I'm riled up. I'm not saying I'm riled up at all. I'm just saying <laughs> that if you actually i'm, I'm making i'm making this worse worse for myself i think i'm gonna make mine worse for myself as well but we got <laughs> we got limited time josh it's so. unbelievable it's unbelievable that you've looked at the results from 2016 and as soon as you said january i was like i'm in some serious trouble here but i reckon i uh, know i ran one second faster than laura muir on that day by the way Just i that saw that i did want to bring it up <laughs> um and then to to add some more uh, nails in my own coffin i walked up to flow track and requested that interview when i finished 30th place <laughs> I'll admit that. I don't care. I walked up to them and said, hey, um, I'd like to get an interview. Um, and so I'm probably one of the only one that would request an interview also and the 30th place finish. Um, yeah. So is there, if there's that. anything else, um, feel free to shoot it. this way. But that was phenomenal. You did, you did incredible research. Give your name a shout out one last Thanks. time. Uh, my name is Adrian Archer, and you can follow me at Adrian Arch Seven. Oh yeah, give him the plug. Yeah, you can block him at AdrianArcher7.com. <laughs> I'll come after you. Awesome. All right, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye. Rubus. Uh, I'm not good at this, but uh, I won't. I won't go after D D two runners because I was a D three guy. Appreciate that one. But I think all Josh Curry knows how to.
Uh, no, I do his workouts in in Scottish rather than in English. Yep, that's that's all he does. <laughs> that's not like that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rubus, you know, you and I actually have a little bit of a history that I'm not sure you know about. In uh, 2012, we were both in Eugene at the Olympic trials, correct? You were there? Yeah. So in 2012, um, I was going for an autograph with, uh, maybe it was Andrew, maybe it was Andrew Weeding. And you were also in line, you had a flag or something of some sort that had tons of autographs on it, right? Yeah. And I remember going up to get an autograph from someone and you just like, come right by me, shove my small little body, you get the autograph right in front of me, and then the guy walks on. And I think it was Andrew Weeding, but I just want to let you know that you, you got an autograph that I wanted, and uh, since that day, you've been a big mental rival for me. <laughs> so when are you getting the Western Oregon tattoo, Rubis? When, if, if David pays for it. <laughs> How much is the tattoo? Dave's got loads of money. I don't have loads of money. I mean, if Josh funds my fund for you, then yeah, I'll have loads of money. Um, hey, I have, I have a New Mexico one already. You sure do. Uh, yeah, I like it. So what, yeah, yeah, so we got like two minutes left. Let's give a little shout out to you, Rubis. What a, what's your favorite university um, for collegiate athletics? Um, I love New Mexico. Thank you. You would. Thank you. Yeah, no, I love it, dude. It was so it was so nice seeing you. It's so nice having you on. One of the best track and field fans out there. So have that's a great true, day. True. And we've loved speaking to you. All right. Brooks Beast Track Club. We see well, someone so, in the Brooks Beast gear. We got a previous like person see. with a Tin Man Elite jersey hanging in their dorm Ooh. room. So we yeah. appreciate you coming out with that. Um, Dave, you right. gave me this shirt. I did. I did give you that shirt. I recognize your name in the lobby. Yeah. 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 You ate the wing, right? Yeah. I'm so oh, sorry that you ate that spicy wing. And I'm so sorry was, that it waited that long to get you stuff as well. When you messaged me and said that you still hadn't gotten things, I was like, this guy ate a devil wing and has not gotten paid for it. And that's not cool. So, all right, you're on the clock. Say your name. And then you got a few minutes to uh, take your shots at us. All right. My name is Evan Eberly. Um, Let's see. So I was on the first, my first banner ball comment was in the first podcast and it was okay. about Josh's neck beard. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of research during school today and I looked up Josh on Google images and I found that a lot of his, the pictures of him racing have him looking down. So I'm thinking he's looking down, trying to find his mustache, trying to find how his beard shifted onto his neck. Like, like it's like, Normal people's facial hair is like here. Josh, yours is like shifted like down to here. So it's like it's, it's a receding, receding beard line. Yeah. Um, I really go wonder ahead. if the I really wonder if you you know the um the, the I think it's a French high jumper that has like half of his beard yeah. shaved. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I might Keanu just do that. I think I'd get roasted less <laughs> if I had that. You should do that. I, he he liked a, a podcast post the other day. I did. He's yeah. a good guy. I like he is. But yeah, uh, I look at the floor. Just so I don't fall over, I think. But my, my, my mustache will never be there, mate. It's I mean, Josh, the track is pretty consistent. Like, what are you looking for? Shoes. Just uh, see okay. what, what people's shoes are looking like, you know? All right, all right. <laughs> um, you have any shots at me? Um, I mean, you were pretty quick to answer my DMs. I feel like mm -hmm. you don't get. A, I feel like you didn't get a lot of those in college, like Josh did. As a, oh, you God, I thought you were flattering. Knew. Nobody knew who you were. Uh, oh no! In your right, college days. I want to talk about you in your final moments. Uh, what right. uh, what was that experience like? Because you ate a, a the bomb wing, correct? Oh, 
because me and Allie did that live over yeah. Instagram, and then yeah. we said whoever does this will get some beast apparel. I think Allie said shoes as well, but I don't know if she hit you up with that. But yeah. let's talk about that. What what was your da bomb experience? Oh, it was awful. So I hate milk. I can't drink milk. Mm. So I was drinking lemonade and chewing on ice the whole time, and it was just awful. It didn't go away for like oh, it was like two hours, and like the day the next day I could still like taste it in my mouth. And anytime I smell anything like remotely close to what it smells like, it's just, it, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> All right. See we'll you, see you, man. Thank you. All right. Nice and audio. What's up, dude? All right. Holt, you're on the clock. Let's give a introduction, uh, who you are, why you like me more than Josh. And then you have, uh, your time to, uh, take some stabs at us. Uh, my name is Holt Witter. I'm from Seattle. So yeah. And I don't know. I think I like you guys equally. I can't, I can't give preference to one. Uh, so yeah, for you guys, as you guys put, like, if you wanted to get a pro on and I put Alberto Salazar, so disappointed that you guys couldn't get him on for the band. Yeah. He's, he's been a tough guy to find, uh, the last couple months. So we, uh, yeah. may or may not have sent out a request for him. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's a post pro, you know, so we, we try to only do active pros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so yeah, I have a few questions for you. Perfect. So first, I'd have talked about this on your podcast, but have you guys ever seen anything like pretty funny or like pretty mean on Let's Run before about you guys? I I have one. Um, there was recently recent actually. I think it was within the last like six months. Um, I go on every like I don't know six to eight months just to see like or if after a race someone will screenshot something after a good race, me. right? You only go on after every good race, so, like every six months when you have one good race, you get on. Uh, I think you'll find it's difficult to not, not find a good race for me. Um, <laughs> just joking. So one of them was like, I'd, I'd run my 5k. Like I'd never run a 5k before. It was back at Oxy. Yeah. It was last April or May or something like that. And everyone was putting in predictions of what I would run. And people were like 14 minutes, 1430. Some, someone said 1340 and he was getting like shouted out, whatever. And then like, I run the race and I go back onto that thing to see if anyone was like, Oh, actually he did run. Okay. And the caption was the Scottish dole ball prevails or something like that. I was yeah. like, that is harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Out here just being the dole ball, but I mean, that's too good. And then obviously I got all that heat from that DMR that I did uh, <laughs> a uh, couple yeah. of years ago. But I mean, that's always, that's all fun and games. I think our, our team gets a lot of hate on there as well for some reason. I don't know why, but yeah. it's not me. It's not me coming out of Oregon, I'm guessing. Any not, heat not for Washington. that cross-country 10K at uh, Nationals? <laughs> yeah, it was a good day for me. Um, you know, I made it, made it into – I think we, we actually got a fact today. On, someone else yeah, said someone that did I was – Yeah, someone tons of research. The 108 places low, uh, lower uh, finish than any other NCAA mile champion. In the, Since 2010. In so you're the worst miler but, in the last uh, 10 years no, across. No, try, try and find the fact that anyone, any of those milers actually qualified individually. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Okay. I didn't have anyone there. It took, a, it took Josh about 20 minutes to think of that. So don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's directing his rage back at you. Um, not, yeah. But I do and remember, then, uh, yeah, I do remember for Let's Run for me, it was uh, our, my senior year, Josh's junior year, indoor nationals. Um, I remember running like 354 for an anger in the DMR, winning it. And then Let's Run came out with this article, like the fastest DMR leg of the weekend didn't come from the division one meet. And then it was like this long thread and everyone's like, who's David? And then it was like 
Division two doesn't even count. It's baby nationals. <laughs> like that doesn't even count. Just boom, boom, Makes boom. Sense. And so I just kept getting ridiculed for that. And I'm just like, man, I wish I could just make a bunch of burner accounts and uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just like support myself. And so that's exactly what I did. I made a bunch of burner accounts and talked myself up. So Mate, people, people think that happened. Like someone was backing me up one time and everyone was like, oh, go away, Josh. Like thinking it was me that was backing myself up. <laughs> I guess people do that. It'd be pretty funny to be fair. You are the yeah, type I'd- of person to do that. Yeah, I've seen some accusations on Let's Runs and like thread about people. Like this person definitely made an account to defend themselves. Exactly. 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 So, all righty, we got guys waiting in the lobby. So we're gonna right, move right, it on well. to them. We appreciate you coming Thanks, in and uh, shooting your shot. Awesome. Pleasure. Thank you. Audio right. perfect. Jack, you you had a little bit of trouble connecting. So uh, happy you finally got that. in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just wondering uh, when you guys decided to do this, how mm-hmm. afraid you were that no one was gonna show up. Mm, here hey, we're you 40 minutes in and yourself. we haven't had a moment here we haven't had a moment without somebody in here um, okay that's good man. i thought i thought when you guys let me in i was like the only i thought you're gonna let everyone in at once and i was the only person on there and I was, <laughs> no we're going one at a time because we can't handle i mean we've been having thousands i mean millions of people sitting in the millions, lobby we don't everyone. we don't want the we don't want everyone uh in at the same time but yeah, I mean, to be fair, me and Josh had a lot of conversations of like, what if there's two people that want to join? What if there's three people that want to join? And Josh is like, no, nah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And so far, so good. I mean, we got three other people waiting in the lobby. So it's just a oh, consistent, sweet. consistent. I mean, wait, 3, uh, I mean 3, 000, 3 billion people in the lobby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you wanted to introduce yourself and then if you have any more shots, like you can, you can go ahead and take those. Oh, I'm Jack. I'm from Wisconsin. That's nice. it. I'm sorry. I don't have any other shot. I know it sucks. It's awful. Who's your, okay, uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll put some fire back on you. Who's your favorite uh, Wisconsin Badger between Oliver or um, Morgan? Ollie. Ollie? Okay. Why? I've never why? met either, though. Okay, oh, really? why? Ollie's yeah, a bad guy. You pretty lame. Oh, actually, I raced at Music City mm. when they were there. Okay. But they were too cool for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was walking into the bathroom, and all the on boys were walking in behind me. And I was like, if I tripped right now, that'd be the most embarrassing thing. Mm. So, so I'm happy to hear that all those on guys go to the bathroom together then. They That's do. Weird. It was one, one after the other, all on the line. Mama duck, mm. baby duck. <laughs> Who would you say the mama duck is out of that whole group? Uh, Joe. Clark yeah, Clark. I would also agree, Joe. For sure. Alpha <laughs> male. Awesome. Yeah, the boys are too cool for school. I like it. Awesome. That's all, right. all I got. Thank you, Love man, it. for hopping Love in. Me. And uh, we're going to roll on. See you boys. Bye. Cheers, brother. What's Who going is on? this Yahoo? I, I mean, we're gonna use this video for you. You're looking, you're looking like freshman year Josh right now, which is not a good look. Yes, sir. I think we're gonna need a house tour. Oh yeah, we got the frat house XCTF. Lit. <laughs> all right. Say your name, where you're from, and then go ahead and take all your shots at Josh and ignore me, please. Uh, my name is Chad. I'm from Cali. Um, I really don't have any roast for you guys. Y'all got y'all are guys just motivational. Um, really, like uh, Josh, we six of the worlds. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, like, I don't I don't even have any roast for you guys. You guys are just awesome, great runners, Appreciate great that. people. Love All the right. love the movement. Thank you. Thank, All right, then thank I'm you very much. What, what's with your Puma hat? Why are you wearing Why are you wearing sunglasses inside, and why are you wearing your Puma hat? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the look. It's actually my roommate's. Uh, he hooked me up. 
for the love. He knew, he knew if we released this video, he was going to be so famous for other people that watch our podcast. He was like, he just wants to live a normal life, man. I get it. I know, I know. <laughs> Makes sense. Paparazzi in it. But no, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep doing our thing. You keep doing your thing and, and stay in touch, brother. Hey, send you guys. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, yep. Keep it up. Yeah, Cheers, yeah. Bro. Bye. Word. You feel like you're taking the heat well? Or are you taking, taking it a little soft? I feel like I'm taking most of the blunt end of all this. The thing is, there's a lot of D2s in here, dude. So you're always going to get most of the heat. But I uh, know I'm enjoying it. I, I think most of the roasting is, is, is <laughs> pretty on point, to be honest. There's a lot of research that's gone into some of these as well. So that's always fun to, to hear the listeners chat about something that's, uh, that's you, know, you know, they've done their research. They, they've kind of figured out what's what, who's who, and, and shooting the shit. So I know I enjoy it, but, uh, you know, it's not over yet. So we're 40 minutes in, and we haven't had a dull moment yet. So. We have not. So we're going to go ahead. We're actually letting in our first pro. We have some people in the lobby, but our first pro coming in. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be able to introduce himself. He uh, is a notorious athlete. We know him as the good-looking 800-meter runner of the United States of America coming in with the three stripes and uh, one of the biggest sit-and-kick listeners. If you want to go ahead and give your introduction on your own. I don't know. I think you covered it all. (laughs) Big bad man Bryce is in. Big man Bryce Hoppel. What's going on? Where you at, bro? Where you at? I'm in Lawrence, Kansas right now. Oh, sweet. You, you, you training or are you chilling? That's the that's uh, big question. I'm taking time off right now. I actually got, ran my first run today, but it was an easy 30-minute run. I love it. No, I love it. Um, yeah, we, we, we've, we've had a lot of people on, and people have been roasting the crap out of Dave, so that's always enjoyable. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess since you're in here, too, we're going to have a little bit more chat with you because uh, you're definitely going to be a guy on our watch list uh, for season four um, coming right. in. and. This is a good little preview for you for our community to kind of get to know you. And uh, you just ran at Doha, right? So how, let's talk about that. You went, you went back to Doha. Was it uh, as yeah. good of a trip as, as you wanted? Was the travel just as bad as the first time? Let's <laughs> chat about it. It was tough. I mean, it's pretty hot there, but I mean, everyone's going through that same heat. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I got the best out of it I could out of the season. So kind of just went with that. Hey, how's the transition been going to like, obviously you, you've kind of based in a similar, you're based still at Lawrence, right? Yeah. How's that transition been? Like you still hang out with the team. You still, you know, you're with the same coach. Like what's like, how's that been moving into professional rather than it's going to school and shit like that? Cause like I've been solo like this whole time with like all of the COVID stuff. I was back home for like three or so months in Texas and I was running like everything solo. And then I came here and like, I couldn't work out with the team cause it was just like tough for them to like liability purposes and stuff, but no, it's, it's been tough. I've been mainly going solo and yep. uh, I don't know. It kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you, you definitely, I mean, when you look at athletes coming out of uh, university last year, I think you had the longest year, right? You and Ali O, I think were, were you the only two straight collegiates to make the world championship and beyond? Yeah. I think I went like 13 months or something. Cause I, I started running, that cross-country season in September and then we're still still racing in October <laughs> quick question did you make the NCAA championships at cross-country heck no I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even make the regionals my team did <laughs> on the regional team <laughs> but when I look at you bro like, what, was your, what was your progression because you weren't like top of the line right out of high school right uh I, I came out of high school well so I, I signed with KU I was mm-hmm. at like 153 okay and then I went to that like the 
my state meet in Texas, and that's when I ran like 149 my senior year. Mm, okay. Like that's that's a like okay, and then I don't know I kind of just progressed from there. I had a slow start to my freshman year. I don't think I didn't make any nationals or anything my freshman year. Yeah. I like missed out, so I kind of missed out on it by like 0.06 seconds uh, to Devin Dixon my freshman year. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh. So that kind of like drove me that next yeah. year. So I made my first like national championships next my sophomore year. And then through your guys' collegiate career, you and Devin Dixon had some sort of a rivalry when it came to like your guys' final meet down there in Texas. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of back and forth. He he definitely got all the hype all the time. So I kind of like that left me yeah. underdog kind of coming out of nowhere and stuff. <laughs> did you feel like you did come out of nowhere on the, like the the championship stage? Because it's like once you won, it was like from that point on, it was kind of like, as Josh would say, the Bryce Hopple show. Yeah. So <laughs> it kind of, it kind of felt like that, like that fret my, Oh, what was it? My junior when I won that indoor, like mm-hmm. I made the final and stuff. And I was just going into that race. Like, all right, like I'm gonna try my best. And then I yeah. won it. And like, that was out of nowhere for me. Like, obviously like you're trying to win and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's all been crazy. Cause then like the winning streak, whatever that just like kept going on. And it was like a day to day, just kind of like surprising yourself. And, you don't really expect stuff like yeah. that but I, I want to bring i want to bring it back to like how our podcast works man and how our podcast works is i want to talk about <laughs> birds i'm a fan of you bryce so i'm talking about accomplishments and accolades so I'm anything, really not. I, anything I, I, in this I, seat comes from josh thing is i <laughs> thing is I, I can say that as well but i also raced him and i lost to him and that's just how it works so i'll bring it back to the banner um so talk to me through your relationship with uh Kirsten Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was kind of funny. I mean, we went to that <laughs> USATF thing in Reno and uh I don't know, everything was kind of crazy. Uh kind of under the influence there and stuff and we had a good time together. But so I want to I I heard there's a specific Bryce Hopper move for all the women out there. Uh, that he likes to send certain uh, love songs to to get him ready for for the love of the hopple. Is love that true? Song. Is that a true fact? Oh man, I might have. <laughs> hey, if it makes I think you feel Dave, better, I think Dave's in a similar boat. I was gonna say if it makes you feel better. I, I don't. I don't consider that banter. I consider that love and romance, man. I think I think sending love songs <laughs> to birds or bird non plural is just like the the way of the future. I mean, Josh is sitting here. Uh, practically birdless because people in our uh, calls earlier didn't even realize he had a girlfriend. They'd be like, Josh, you haven't posted your girlfriend in two years on Instagram. Do you even have one? So oh. Bryce, I speak your love language. No, yeah, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even consider uh, whatever your past relationships were with anyone that we know, even a thing. It's more so just like a, a moment. I'll call it that a little, little hot streak. And uh, Josh is just envious at, at your ability to pull chicks, I guess. So <laughs> I mean, Josh, you, you, had, you had a run in with your girlfriend right off the rip, right? What do you mean? Like you guys were together and then you guys broke up and then you guys were back together or what happened there? Yeah. I mean, I came to, I came to the U S at 17 years old, dude. Let's just say oh. I, I didn't have a beard and I wasn't <laughs> mature. So I, I came to college, you know, white eyed, little Scottish white kid, very pale. And just, you know, everything was big and, and the U.S. was crazy. I mean, I was like, this is such a cool place. I've never been here before. I never even visited the U.S. So I was like, this is amazing. You know, I met this amazing girl and I was like, wow, I'm going to take her out on a date. So I was like, I gotta, I've got to text her. And I was like, all right, do you want to, there's this really cool thing at the, like, the, the school right now. 
and it's midnight frisbee. Do you want to go to midnight frisbee with me? And she was like, no. I was like, ah, too good. Let's go to breakfast tomorrow morning. But you had to pick it because I don't know where to go. So yeah, we went on a date. She, you know, she obviously fell in love with me straight away, but she realized that Josh had a little bit of growing up to do. So, you know, we, we, we were friends for a couple of years and, and then we started dating after three years. So I've known you each sure other. This is a, a ploy to get your citizenship here in the U.S.? <laughs> Oh, hey, there he goes. Hey, hey, I am on a professional athlete visa and it, <laughs> until the end of 2024. So, you know, we, <laughs> I am legal in this country and it will continue <laughs> that way. <laughs> All right, Bryce, do you have any banter aimed at us? We got um, some people waiting in the lobby. You're going to be surely someone that's coming back on the pod to get a little bit more love language and uh, race talk coming up in the future. But right yeah. now, this is a good, good chance for you to throw heat if you have any. Uh, I think that was all I had. I kind of just wanted to jump on, get a yeah. part of it. But you can well, appreciate it. Yeah, you, uh, you were requested by some of our viewers to hop into this chat as like a professional runner on the, the fan alley. So um, we appreciate you coming in and shooting yeah. it and, uh, yeah, hanging out. We'll, we'll talk soon most definitely. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Cheers, brother. I appreciate you. Hello, hello. All right, we are, we are looking. Connecting audio. We are oh, looking at – oh, oh. Ryan, what's going on? All right, Ryan. What's up? Oh, shoot. Shoot, I thought Larmar Rodriguez just invited me to join her chat, but I guess I joined the JV Pro Runner Zoom meeting. Oh, or something. no. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, you uh, other guests didn't even know that Josh had a girlfriend, and you know her name. So Wait, up wait. In- Who's your girlfriend? <laughs> All right, Ryan. That's a tough start for me. All right, you want to introduce yourself and uh, let's get this thing rolling because you're already in, you're already on a good streak right now. Well, um, my name's Ryan. Um, yeah, um, I just thought I was going to talk to some girl for a little bit, but I guess I'm. Here. Again, you're disappointed, but uh, I'm sure you're not used to that. Dude, yeah, yeah, I'm really disappointed. She seems like a cool person, but Ryan, yeah, I want to throw some cool. banter at your chin. What's going on in your chin? You're not showing it, and I know there's some hair there. There it is. I got a beard. That's good. <laughs> The hot topics right. have been uh, Josh's neck beard. So, but oh, I mean, black beards are definitely better than brown beards. Girls like them better. Um, also, makes you faster if you got a black beard. <laughs> talk to me about talk to me about your speed. What what, what kind of what kind of races do you do? Um, the only thing I'm sub two in is my GPA, but um, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Um, Self deprecation. Otherwise, I'm pretty fast, but. Other than your GP, your GPA, you're pretty quick. I like it. We got, um, what was that? Where do you go to school? I go to Shippensburg University, Division Two. Nice. What's up? What's up, Josh? Yeah. D2 represent. How many D- yeah, D1 boys represent. have come in and helped you out? None? Yeah, that's what I thought. Bryce Hoppel, but yeah. Bryce Hoppel came for me, not you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Division Two athletes, it's way of life. Division One, it's just, it's just people that want to go D1 just because they're, uh, they think they're good, but they just want the label. They want the label. Okay. And, and look at how many of them Division One athletes don't work out. Oh, what's good? So, oh, man, we know this Sunglasses indoors. Puma boys. Oh, man. What's hey, at going least, on? Hey, Chad, but I, his name was Hayden on the phone. Is his name Hayden or Chad? I go uh, by Chad. Most people call him Chad. Yeah, he looks so, like a Chad, middle, but, but I'm going to go ahead and say. Wait, we had both of you on, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is just a whole shebang. All right. Well, luckily, uh, Chad, you have good friends that have good banter, and you had zero banter. So um, no, you're yeah, officially our least favorite. Um, but I'm we're the gonna, least favorite? 
you're you're our least favorite and in in our order um it's those two and you so there's not even like a first or second it's just those two and then if we were to like zoom the camera down a couple staircases we'd find you but we have more people in the lobby i'd like roasting chad more than anyone and right. uh, we have grant fisher coming in just after this yeah. so are we supposed to roast josh or david okay all right um, yeah, before so you join next meeting you might want to change your shirt have a good day <laughs> oh no what is that we have to change our shirt i don't i know i don't either oh i do, yeah, do. <laughs> so, all right landon miller you are hey. live and ready that's a brooks hat i like it i like it I yeah like it. i made sure to put it on for the for the interview <laughs> beautiful beautiful all right so i guess my um my question is directed more towards david i want to I really wonder why you consider yourself as like the king or the rep of all the small schools. Mm. I've never heard, I've never once heard you mention us NAIA schools. Oh no. I mean, it's kind of offensive to hear you guys as the, the top small school or whatever. And you never mention us real little guys. Oh no. Um, Facts. Facts. Okay. Um, man, that like kind of hurts my soul because I do definitely want to put like, division two division three nai in a bracket so it's good banter um so i was recruited originally to nais and didn't go to any because they were just so close to uh, my hometown and then went division two so when i think of nai i think the only other pro that's come out of nai recently that i can remember is we have the isaac updikes from eastern oregon university isaac updike and his brother and then we have hannah fields she was at an nai I do believe you've put me in the spot and uh, my best answer is to throw NAIA into the bracket and always mention it because I do think NAIA division three get far less recognition than division two. Cause all I have is division two talk, but I definitely need to bring in the others. What school do you go to? I go to Indiana Wesleyan university, the okay. wildcats. Yeah. Very cool. Wildcats. So we've been, we've been lucky enough to have a cross season. So that's been a blessing. Well, you're lucky enough to have a good looking mustache as well. Oh, Thanks. Um, I can tell all dreams. three of us buy the same sunglasses at the same store, but <laughs> you, yeah. you have any shot for, for Josh? You're just trying to come on, on here and uh, make me feel bad. Um, well, I guess being from a small school too, I did email uh, New Mexico's coach about a potential grad year and I just never got an answer. So, I mean, the big well, you know, don't show any love to us either. <laughs> what I will say, what I will say is uh, the head coach at UNM is not, not great with his communication emailing and stuff. I do remember the emailing and recruiting that I got um, when I was recruited to UNM. It was, I put this massive CV together, this like running resume, this long email, put it all together. And I got a line back in the subject line just saying, we want you. And that was it. That was my recruiting process done. Yeah. To be, um, to be so, fair. My times probably aren't fast enough to go there. What, what, what do you run? What times do you run? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell myself as a steeplechaser because I only have a track season left. Yeah, I haven't run since my sophomore year, and I'm a senior, and so my steeple PR is nine twenty four. So right, it's probably not quite good enough to get in. Look, I mean, if you, I mean, uh, yeah, our men's team is uh, because we went through a lot of Title Nine stuff. I think it's difficult to bring on a lot of men's team, like because we have so many internationals on the team. It Mm -hmm. is difficult to bring in because we're not very American based. Like the amount of internationals we have on the team is crazy, and and you know when you bring in an international, most of them are on full full rides. So yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's definitely worth shooting your shot, dude. Oh yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. (laughs) I love it, and I I think another thing with that too. um, Before we we part ways is uh like if you don't ever do the outreach to get that opportunity um they're already gonna say no like 
if you reach out and they say no, then you have like a, like a solid answer. But if you never reach out to them, it's practically you're already getting a no. So I, I would say it's always worth the, the percent chance of getting in somewhere or doing something that you want to be doing because you never know, maybe you're exactly what they're looking for. So yeah. um, NAIA has a lot of love in my heart. Um, and yeah. I will next podcast only talk about NAIA instead of my girlfriend. Oh, and um, Eric Avila is NAIA too. Eric so. Avila is NAIA. I forget about that. Yeah. Southern Oregon University. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so, right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. Awesome. Always yeah. Thank you for hopping in. The episode. Yeah. Cheers, bud. All right. Grant Fisher coming in. Gotcha. Oh, you, mate. Oh so man, this guy doesn't have video. On. Oh, there's the oh, video. Now that's a quarantine haircut I've ever seen one, brother. Like the that. nicest hair I've seen all day. <laughs> yeah, I can really fluff it up. It goes full fro if I fluff it. Really? That's that's yeah. an Isaac York's look, that. Oh yeah. yeah no, <laughs> Are you growing it out? What's going on, dude? What's up? Are you going to grow it out? Uh, this is like already four months, so I might keep going. Yeah, it's like, it's quite quite yeah. long it's really curly i didn't even know my hair was curly you tell <laughs> me that um, you tell me barman track club don't have their own barber no no oh stop it they've got to have one on that in the middle of that track or something oh, i could use it yeah <laughs> no, i could use a cut i don't i don't even know if barber shops are open out here but i just haven't bothered even getting oh, really there. you guys you are meeting back up now up or no? well you know it's our it's our big day man yeah <laughs> yeah it's a big so, day i mean i was supposed to change my shirt someone said to change my shirt before the next guest and i haven't done so um we've been in the hot seat and by we i mean mostly me um ooh. but yeah we appreciate you uh coming in we'll give you a little bit longer of a time slot just to chat and and see how you're doing because i think you're the second pro we've had on we had bryce hopple just on a moment ago and so how you been doing how's portland your big transition there you had far success in uh march it seemed like you guys were really ripping on the track and let's chat a bit yeah, yeah, man. Life's been good. Um, yeah, I like the team a lot. Like, uh, like the environment I'm at. Um, definitely intense. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fast people out here, especially in the 5K. Um, so it's uh, it's been fun. Like the transition has been good. Um, yeah. It's definitely been like a step up from college, which I mean, any pro group is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, life is good. I'm happy. Um, had some good good sessions this summer. Nice. Um, I mean, it was as much as we could do. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty unrealistic racing setting, but you know, I'll take, take some new PRs to my name. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little asterisk next to it. Yeah. I mean, like, well, you were, you were rolling even in, uh, when, when I referenced March too, I was referencing Boston, like you came out and ran a, a wicked three K and then like that carried momen- momentum all the way through August. So, I mean, it's definitely more than an asterisk for you. And it seemed as though like that transition was very smooth, which kudos to you. Cause I do feel like that transition to, like that caliber of a group is a little bit more rare, but it seemed like you immediately hopped in and, and showcased what you're capable of. So, um, I mean, Josh is a bigger fan of you than I am. You know, Josh like has a poster view and in like a Stanford kit, just like wants to get an autograph. So I know Josh is waiting for that opportunity. Um, oh, you know, I, um, well, we'll want like, so you guys are, you guys are about training again. Um, are you guys going to run the race in December, early December? Um, there's talk about it hasn't been official officially set in yet the the next thing we're doing is that uh that ekiden style race in michigan that looks super really cool like. have you heard of that josh no what's that we don't have yeah we didn't get an invite but <laughs> oh what is it yeah um so the hansons group that trains out of michigan is hosting like a 
an Ekiden style race, that, that Japanese race. So there's teams of, uh, there's three guys and three women on each team. And the three guys have legs of 5K, 6.1K and 10K, I think. And then same on the women. And yeah, it's six, six person relay. I think there'll be maybe like six, six pro groups there. Um, yeah, it should be fun. We're sorting out the teams right now, kind of gauging because you you need those even numbers. You know, you have to have mm-hmm. a group of six. So that's true. So you, are you saying that the Brooks Hansons did not invite the Brooks based? Is that is that is that what happened? I hate to I break mean, the news, guys, but <laughs> put it in the bin. So uh, when is the Barman Grant Fisher? showdown against the brooks beast in the 5k that's what i want to know because if you come in december we could score it we could score it as a college college little race and that would be a lot of fun i know the two man guys are up for it and uh if we can get like some representation from from all groups i think it could bring a lot of hype and and we just go for it and try and get some pretty crazy standards in the 5k in december i think that'd be a lot of fun yeah i'd, I'd love a standard I'd love, I'd love a standard me as well but yeah yeah no it sounds like you're in a great place mate and it was it was awesome to, to see you oh even, he's not done but you got some banter grant you have any banter you want to throw oh uh, the only banter i was coming with is that the instagram live two mile that, that's, oh that's yes has anyone oh. thrown that down yet no no, no one's thrown that down and honestly am ashamed of it grant i'm <laughs> oh yeah that no one's brought that up. And I was actually scrolling through my Instagram like two days ago. And I was like, man, do I just delete this live footage? Like, do I actually want no, no. this to stay on my account? <laughs> Dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I mean, yeah. Kudos to you for putting it out there and going Instagram live. Like that was certainly nothing I was wanting to do during quarantine. I had no idea what kind of fitness. I was so, doing. yeah. So let uh, me, uh, let me, let me, um, they tell the first the whole person- story. Cause he, he, you don't know the extent of how much this fucked up. Like, <laughs> This this was a whole ordeal. Yeah, he he mucked up our whole team. I what? I mucked up the whole team. No way. No way. What? Wait. Why can we not use that track anymore? Oh no. That. Oh yeah. That was me. That was me. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, so a few things. Um, for performance. Yeah. So the original goal was to run like eight forty. Nothing too crazy. I was like totally capable. I was like, ah, workouts are going good. Everything's going good. And leading up to that, like, I was like, man, my, my Achilles and things are really starting to act up. Like my soleus things are being weird. I was like, but I'll send it. This is just a two mile race. Uh, so that was actually the last day that I ran before I got PRP in my Achilles. Um, so right after that, we pretty much were like, oh, cool. You have uh, less than like 40% Excuse of what you're supposed to have. So that sucked. Um, I'm not going to blame it on that. Cause I think the fitness was there and I could have ran a lot better if I was just a little bit smarter, but yeah, so that sucked. Um, eight fifty-seven, I think. What did you run in high school, Grant? You ran probably like what eight forty-eight, eight fifty in in high school, or what for two miles? Somewhere in the forties, yeah. Nice. 40s. Makes me feel good. Yeah, makes me feel real good. Um, and then even better, Drew Hunter running like eight thirty-six, like a week yeah, before yeah. that. And I knew, like, I was talking a little bit of shit there to uh, rally <laughs> it up, and then I dropped twenty seconds behind that. So pretty, pretty solid performance on my end. Um, it was like a good moment where I was like, ah, cool. I'm doing really well. And everyone's like expecting a good performance. And then I bottom it out and now no one thinks of me. And, uh, that's exactly where I want to be. It was all part of my plan. I wanted to really, really bring it down to, uh, bring myself up next time I get an opportunity. And then secondly, man, Grant, you went with that. I thought you were going to bring up like when you came up and visited and, uh, we were boxing and like, I remember, I was like, who do you want to fight in the boxing ring? Would you rather go against Isaac or Kidder? And you look at me like, I'd rather fight you. 
I like, <laughs> like I still think of that, and I'm like, ah, man, Grant, uh, all, Grant, Grant uh, has made it. He, um, yep, it's me. This guy's coming on, just visiting, and uh, he's one of the boys. So, um, yeah, there's that. But back to the two mile. After that, I got a DM of the most prof- professional like DM I've ever received, and it was from a high school girl that went to that school, and she sent me like an article of. Like with really, really good words as well. I mean, like I had to Google some of the words she was saying. Really good words. Really good words. And she <laughs> was education's like, coming through edu- communication's right coming through. And she was just pretty much saying, respect COVID, get off our track and be responsible in our community because people are losing opportunities because of people like you. It's a good way to summarize it. <laughs> and so from that point on, I was like, hey guys, we probably shouldn't be here. And I ruined it for everyone. So a lot, a lot of negative things that came out that day. Uh, shout out Kiddius Mag to uh, ruin my day. Grant, you have anything for Josh? Backstory. I was just going to say, like, man, if I was going on Instagram live, I would have had like a code word that I could shout to the camera. People just like, yo, cut it. Like, you know, you know that, you know that gif of like Jonah Hill where he's just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know know what I'm talking about? That's what I would have. I would have come around and just been like, it's not my day. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you watched watched it or or did you see the results after? Uh, I watched, I saw the results and then watched the replay because I didn't watch it live. Uh, okay, that makes me feel better than you watching some of it and then dipping out. So yeah. I appreciate it, Grant. I you have, all you of have it. anything? No, you didn't. You have anything yeah, for Josh? Or you? Uh... No, I got nothing on Josh. You guys got anything for me? I saw you guys were going to do some some research on some of the people coming in. How's the banter been, by the way? Uh, banter's it's, been, it's been phenomenal. Pretty tough, man. People have <laughs> people have done their research and it's been a bit hurtful. I mean, like some guys are reading scripts, so. Um, I mean, one guy did the full research on Josh's performances on the grass. He's talking about getting, he was the, what are you, Josh? You're the, the worst oh, NCAA miler at a cross country championships within the last 10 years. Yeah. Apparently I'm the, I'm the worst placed mile NCAA championship champion by 108 places at the NCAA cross country championships. How crazy is that? So, you yeah. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been tough, man, but we have another 50 minutes of it. So, and Dave said it was going to be two hours and I don't understand why, but we're getting some good people on here. So it's yeah. fun. And we, we have a lobby yeah. of three. I mean, for you, Grant, any banter? I mean, um, did you, this is off the top of my head. Did you follow Sean to Bowerman Track Club because you enjoyed living in his shadow at Stanford or was it something that you would hopefully be able to break once you went professional? Ooh. Um, so actually Sean was one of the reasons I picked Stanford. And then he was also one of the reasons I picked, uh, picked Bowerman. Um, I mean, not the only reason, obviously, but like, he and I work really well together. I, I mean, I, there are times like we both kind of have done really similar things mm-hmm. at like every level. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Is there a shadow? I'm shorter than him. So yeah, I guess I am <laughs> a little bit. He likes to lead. I'm, I you like to follow. So yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a and you like to sit and kick then. Well, yeah. uh, I think at some point we're definitely going to bring you and Sean in on this, uh, the season four, or season five. Yeah, we just, can't just have you on. We can't have we just have you, have on. Both you on. We have to have the shadow and the leader. So, awesome, man. Well, we got some people in the lobby and, and some big, big names for the high school track and field world. I don't know these names, but they'll come in anyway. Um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks so much thanks for coming for on. Thanks for hopping in yeah, and uh, sure. we'll make yeah. sure to include you coming up. So appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cheers, brother. Hope you survive the next 50. Probably <laughs> Try. not. Yeah. Peace, right, bye. Cheers, bro. Come on. Yeah, we go. What's up? What's All going right, on? Dude? What's good? You have like two minutes, man. You got to shoot your shot, introduce yourself, and let's get this ball rolling. Oh, I just use a 10 man reference. All right. My name is 
my name is Cale Grotenhouse. I'm from Slinger, Wisconsin. Um, I recently saw that they, um, in the professional running world, they're doing an Eki Den in the next couple of months. And I'm wondering why the Brooks Beasts are not in the Eki Den. And are they just not respected in their running community or what's going on? You know, the worst part about that, that was made by the Hansons group, which is the only other professional Brooks sports running team. And so it's us and Hansons. We didn't get the invite. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the claim that it's because we don't have a lot of a uh, road, um, road, uh, what's the word? Not, not knowledge road participants, like marathoners oh, and, no, and 10K. No, 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 Josh, no. do you know what an Ekadin is? Please tell me what yes. an Ekadin is before you open your mouth. It's what? a race. Um, oh, so here he is. I'm just going to say this, that Brooks Hyperion Elite 2, fastest road shoe out there, will not you know, be represented by multiple people because the Brooks Beasts weren't invited. And they obviously don't want to have the highest level of competition. So that's just life. That's life. Yeah. So no idea why we weren't invited. But when I saw that and I saw all these retweets, I was like, man, this would have been a really cool opportunity. Hanson, so what's going on there? Um, yeah. So we could not give you a straight answer. Um, Big rip. You put us on the spot. You have anything else? <laughs> No, nope, that's it. Just wanted to just wanted to ruin our days. Respect the podcast. Respect the podcast, big time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Thanks, man. Thanks for hopping Appreciate in. Appreciate you. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Bye. I mean, what is going on, by the way? I mean, we need to figure out go get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. I know what's going on though. Over there. What's oh, up, sir? The man what's himself. Up? all right all right uh so so what is this is this a row session or what are we yeah this well is it's definitely turned into that it's turned into it for sure we've been uh we've been getting roasted for the last 75 minutes 80 minutes so you know girlfriends family members running ability looks everything's come our way but what have you got for us brother i mean i'll start by just saying you know I don't listen to this podcast ever, really, to be completely honest. I have listened a bit. Uh, the On Boys were on here. You guys mentioned me for a second. You know, everyone had a good laugh that the athlete specials on your team. And it's funny. It is for sure. But the, the sad part is, is that I've raced Josh Kerr one time in my career. And I did beat him. It was indoor nationals in the DMR. He, you know, he split 420. It was pretty pathetic, I got to say. I pass him on the last lap. So, you know, he talks this big game, but low key, I've never lost to the guy. So I'm probably going to continue like that. The guy that constantly brags about being, what is it? Six and L against the Olympic champion, but he, but Spencer Brown's one on you. So in that uh, transitive property, Spencer's got you beat, man. Exactly. That's life, man. That's life. I ran 420 (laughs) for a reason. I try to represent blaze up. (laughs) <laughs> um that's just you know i've got to, i've got to try and you know what i mean like chairs gave me my contract my multi-million dollar contract uh, and and then you know i was just trying to get my 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 you know fellow d1 athletes a contract and that's just how it works so you know you got to get yeah. back you got to get back as much as you can and that's just that's just the life you know yeah exactly so i'm sure it'll continue here uh once training begins and uh you know if hopefully you can handle the camera once it's on you uh but I don't know. What are you going to do when 50 to 100,000 people watch me drop you in a workout? That's the, that's the thing you got to ask yourself. That's the thing. Like, you know, you, you can start doing those giveaways, man. If it ever happens, we'll, we'll, we'll do some giveaways. We'll definitely start leaking, leaking some, some footage for that for sure. And, uh, it's exciting. Two weeks, two weeks, I think, or one week. Less than one week until a yeah. starts. So it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Dave, um, Dave, you running? You're running, right? I'm running. Yeah. Thanks for being a polite man. 
I just told you my workout <laughs> yesterday. You obviously don't listen to whatever I say. I'm just making sure it's difficult. It changes day out day, man. So yeah, no, I'm 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 unfit, but I'll be the fittest on the team for sure. I'll be there. Yeah. Well, uh, we're looking forward to you coming back to Seattle, aka my city. Um, I'm the king of Seattle at this point. You can take the title if you want when you get here, but looking forward to having you back on the team. <laughs> Welcome to the team, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my team. Seriously, though, I am looking forward to practice. And yeah. do you get in next week or when is it? Uh, I come in on Sunday. I'll be there Sunday. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. We got a lot of people in the lobby, Spencer. Um, thank you for being patient. And uh, I appreciate you not jabbing at me and leaving it at Josh because I've mostly been getting hit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, had to keep it personal with him. But anyway, <laughs> I do actually have to get going. I have to buy a moped right now. So wish me luck. Good, good luck. Um, All right, bro. I'll see, see you guys you soon. All right. I'll see you. Bye. Oh, connecting oh. audio. All right, Trevor, you are on the clock. Give us What's your up, name, brother? where you're from, and then please, just please just rip into Josh. Okay. Um, my name's Trevor. I'm from Bend, Oregon, and I run hey. D3 at George Fox. Let's go. Denver. Yeah. And I got some banter for Josh. Um, are you sandbagging your career to train with D2 runners and a YouTuber? <laughs> So I don't think that's really a roast on me, actually. I, I'm trying to do my bit for the community, the running community. I'm trying to bring more eyes on the sport. You know, obviously, um, Spencer has a good following um, for some reason. And then Dave, I mean, I'm just, I, I mean, I watched Dave from behind me in a lot of races. And, you know, he, he puts his whole heart into things and he's passionate. So, you know, when he brings that to practice, it's always a good vibe. So, you know, we have uh, some of the most elite athletes in the world in our team. And I just like to focus on them rather than anyone else. Well, awesome. <laughs> awesome. You have, any, you have anything for me or are we just homies because you're from George Fox and we're fellow Oregon boys? Um, I don't have a whole lot from you other than you kind of look like a guy who would play the flute just like passion, but <laughs> that's so true man <laughs> yeah, well have you know i played uh i played the saxophone and uh I dabbled with the clarinet in high school so i'm not a flute guy i'm, I'm more of a woodwind kind of guy i see okay <laughs> what school do you go to in bend i went to bend high school bend so. high school very cool so not a summit yeah. storm guy no not a summit guy but that's all right so yeah yeah well cool Jeez, bro. awesome was, man well we appreciate it. we got people in the lobby uh your slot was good and uh yeah We'll uh we'll get this uploaded soon. Sweet, thank you so much. Have See a good one. All right, Jenny, connected audio. Jenny, you're connected you're audio. Mute. We don't have a. Oh, you might be asked to unmute. You might be muted, Jenny. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hey, how's it going? I know that voice. Hello, hello, mom. <laughs> Hi. Hey, uh, I had a question. As a parent of an athlete, can you provide some uh, high schoolers uh, some advice on the do's and don'ts the night before a cross-country meet at state track? Mm. Are you specifically referencing uh, when I was in high school at, in Eugene, Oregon? Oh, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. I need so, more explanation. Keep going. No ex Oh, man. <laughs> Um, so some advice for high school athletes that are about to go to a state cross country meet, um, take it very serious and make sure you get a good night's sleep the night before your race, um, do some race, uh, visualization, be with your team and enjoy the moment. Cause you know, that's like 
a once in a lifetime opportunity, maybe in four times in a lifetime opportunity to go to state and uh, make sure you just enjoy those moments. Now by enjoying those moments, don't sneak out of the hotel and go to a university of Oregon volleyball game and sit in the front row and find and have your high school coach see you on TV sitting behind the volleyball team. Um, because if you do that, you will be met halfway across the street by your high school coach and you will get yelled at, uh, significantly. So how did you, how did you finish up in that race? Uh, I think I was second. Maybe I would have won that year had I, um, not snuck out, you know, that's the honest truth of it, but I, I won the next year and I didn't sneak out. So, you know, there's, uh, things to learn there. You didn't get, you didn't sneak out or you didn't get caught. Um, I didn't get caught. <laughs> uh jenny uh, i guess i can call you mom your name is jenny on here so i wasn't sure we're like oh we got a first female but it's my mother um <laughs> do you want to throw any shots at josh i'm sure you've heard me vent to you about how much he bullies me well actually you've always praised him to me <laughs> no <laughs> oh let's go love it jenny oh unbelievable oh no okay well um thanks for dropping in the call mom um we have some people in the lobby still waiting to hop in so we're gonna move on and get their uh their questions at josh not me uh, okay <laughs> high school coach says hi yeah my high school okay, tell moody i said hi as well okay bye all right bye see ya All right, we actually had someone in the lobby and they just left. So now we're so Josh, how are you doing so far? I'm doing good. Um, are we keeping this in? Uh, yeah, we'll keep this in. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. You know, I I feel like there's actually a pretty good um back and forth with people asking you stuff, Russell, with you, and and then with me as well. So you know, I'm enjoying it. It's been nice speaking to some pros as well, just to kind of have a different vibe for it. And, uh, you know, it's going to probably be quite a long episode. So, you know, I'm sure yeah. we'll get good listens, but I mean, everyone here has put some good research into their, into their chat. And, and, uh, you know, I think we, we got to appreciate that. Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, I feel like already we've had a larger community following coming in and shooting their shots with us and just made a big difference. I think in this episode, because it's just been a consistent roller coaster of questions. And, um, I do think this is a really good finale or fan alley episode. And, the guy said it good. He's like, how worried were you? No one would show up in the lobby. And thus far we've had constant uh, guests on. So I think this is going to be a good episode. And uh, now we're just kind of doing a waiting game for the last 40 minutes to make sure we get everyone an opportunity to uh, come onto the podcast and enjoy being a part of this great community. Yes, sir. What's going on, dude? All right. One of the nicest mustaches we've had on this podcast thus far. So do you want to go oh, ahead yeah. and... Uh, Introduce yourself and uh, put yourself on the spot. All right. Uh, my name is uh, Monroe Tompkins. I am a sophomore at Coastal Carolina University. I'm a distance runner, 5K, 10K guy. You, you already know the vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so happy to be here. You know, actually, I am an assistant coach for my high school cross-country team. So we have a meet in like two hours. So I, I wanted to hop on the pod. You already know. Yep. Josh hasn't taken as much heat as I have. So hopefully you have some form of banter or beef that you have with Josh that you can uh, spit his way. Cause I've just been getting ridiculed about being division two, not mentioning NAIA, um, talking about getting an interview for 30th place in a race. Like it's just been a, a bad day for me. So I'm not doing so hot, but Josh is kind of living the high life right now. Well, I'm not really, 
I like the banter, but I'm not really much of a banter guy. I really just had questions per se. Oh, no, that, and that's totally fine. So my first question is for uh, Josh. And uh, Josh, you, you like to talk about, you know, breakthrough races and how it only takes like one race for you to really get the momentum to get your career going off. And I was just wondering, like, uh, I think you, you said it before that your, your breakthrough moment was your 2017 indoor race against Edward Cheserek, where you beat him and you won the, the title. So I was just wondering, like, leading up to that race, was there any sort of, like, was your training going better than usual? Did you, like, feel like you were ready to go? Or was it just one of those things where, like, on the day, like, you had, like, everything clicked? I was just wondering. Yeah, I mean, great question. I think, you know, I, I take a lot of confidence in my training. I'm very consistent in what I do. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a consistent racer as well as trainer. And I had... I'd gone from, I'd been in college at that point for like a year and a half. Uh, I'd kind of got used to the altitude a little bit more. I settled in, uh, you know, I kind of knew what life was like away from, you know, home parents and stuff like that. And, you know, I was like kind of looking at some of the competition and I was like, you know, I'm running pretty quick. And, you know, I didn't come here to, to be in second place. I didn't come here to be in third place. I came here to win races. So, you know, you know, it wasn't apparent to me that Chess was even going to race until, you know, the night before the final. And, but even walking in, like I, I like to, with the small circle of people, not, not when I didn't have a podcast, I was quite, um, arrogant to those people because I'm, I'm very close to them. So they know when it's arrogance because I need it and to back up myself. And when it's, you know, when it's over the top. So yeah, I, I was, I was really, really confident going in. I was hitting some great sessions. I, I had just gone to altitude like a year before, but I've been there living there full time. So I was really getting the effects. And, you know, I felt pretty unstoppable at the time. I, you know, you, you got kind of freshman type of like, you know, naivety that I just didn't respect anyone. Did you just make up care. a word? Huh? Naivety? Did you make that up? No chance. That's a word, right? I mean, na- yeah, being word. naive, but I've never heard of naivety. Oh, naivety. Yeah, naivety. That'll be a word. If it is, if you owe me dinner, 100%. Um, and yeah, I was, I was naive and I didn't, I didn't really give a crap who was who. And, and, you know, I went out there and I gave my best performance. And that's something, that's something that people forget about is, you know, run your own race. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't play against other people's strengths or other people's weaknesses. You go out and do the best you can on the day and, and, and do what you've been doing and training for every day. So, yeah, that was a big breakthrough moment for me and, and kind of made made me a name in the NCAA at that point but you know yeah again if I didn't if I didn't do that race I would have done it the race later okay so and my follow-up question I guess would be David you can answer in on this too would be like whenever training is going like phenomenal you're hitting every session like you're hitting workouts and like it's indicating that something fast is coming like you should be able to run something really quick how do you mentally prepare for your body to run faster than you like have before prior? I think, you know, in sessions, you technically run faster and you get to deep, dark holes. You know, you, you really push your body all the time. So when you turn up to a race, you owe it to yourself to give, give it your all. And, you know, when the nerves kick in and, and, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't know if I should race this, you know, I'm really nervous. I don't know if it's worth it. You know, you put, you, you put your, sell through that every day you need to be putting yourself through that every day if you don't do that then you'll turn up to the start line not confident but if uh it you know if you turn up to practice and you have a really hard time 
or a race day, if you have a really hard time, you know, put yourself in that position, then go to practice every day and pretend it's a race and warm up like it's a race and just put everything in it. Practice makes perfect, man. And you know, everyone, everyone's been in like crazy shape and something didn't go to plan, but it's all about, you know, don't be too greedy and, and just give it your all. And, and the, perf- the performances are always showing our sport. It's not a skill sport. It's all about grit, determination, and hard work. So yeah. you put the work in, you're always going to get the results. Yeah, and I'll add on that too. So like when you're talking about good workouts and, and back-to-back sessions that just know you're getting a good time, I think there are also some parts where you might not be having the best sessions, but then you can still come out to a race and surprise yourself. So I don't think back-to-back successful wor- uh, workouts warrant success. I think there are some times where you have a workout, didn't go according to plan, but then you surprise yourself. Like when I was um, going into USA's my junior year of college, so in 2017, we had a workout and I ended up not even finishing the workout. It was like five by 500 at like 75 or something. Like, so it was like definitely manageable. I could have done it, but I, I was not hitting the marks. I wasn't hitting the times. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like this isn't going well. Uh, I was like, I literally on my cool down, I stopped and just sat under a tree for like 20 minutes and then continued on. And so it's like, and then after that, I finished um, like fourth in the prelim and make the final and finish ninth. And it's like, I definitely didn't have workouts leading up to that race to warrant that position um, or finish. So even if you're having bad workouts, I don't think that you should discredit yourself from being able to have a really great opportunity in a race. And in terms of good workouts, I mean, my best indicator in a workout actually came from leading up into USA indoors where I'll bring it up. Josh will make fun of me. But like when I finished fourth, I had a workout where I, we were doing these 200s at the end of these reps. And I mean, like we did like a two and a half mile tempo at like 508 on the indoor track and it just felt super easy. And then we did 200s and I went like 26, 25, 26 or something. And I had a fourth optional and Danny's like, you're going to run that fourth rep. I'm like, no, like I, I know exactly what I need to do. And like, I'm not worried about it. And doing one more rep at 26 isn't going to prepare me better for the race. If anything, like that 25 I just did felt so easy and I'm so confident that like, I'm just excited to race. So I think using excitement that you build from workouts will like carry over into races because racing should be the most exciting part of the, the job. Like at times it's the most stressful and it has like the most emphasis, but at the end of the day, like you need to enjoy it. Cause if you don't enjoy racing or a certain race, your result is not going to be positive. Like going in with a fun mentality and a fun aspect is going to go a long ways, maybe even further than fitness because um, everyone knows how tough racing is, but going into a race, not wanting to race is going to be a whole lot tougher. Oh, definitely. And my next part of what I wanted to ask is directed towards you, David. Uh, but first, but first, ugh. if you haven't already go by small school, big dream. There we go. This isn't even a paid advertisement. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's a great read, you know? So I recommend it to everyone. Not even, not even joking. It's genuinely a good book. Appreciate so. that. We had, had, we had a guy come in and uh, roast all the mistakes and errors I had through it. So uh, don't, don't uh, correct me on the blank pages, please. Well, I, I mean, I think it adds, like, it makes the book more genuine, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? So, but uh, what I wanted to ask you is, like, you know, coming from your background as, like, uh, not having, like, spectacular marks in high school and, Whoa. like. Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, I'm in the same boat. That's why I relate to you on this. Like, uh, like rising up through the division two ranks, you know, setting the D2 collegiate record. Um, Like you're, you're essentially like a really role model for me and like a bunch of guys who go to like smaller schools, definitely. Cause I even, 
like Coastal Carolina is like a small D1 school. It's like a mid-major school. So okay. like I, I definitely do feel that like relate to you in that aspect of and appreciate how like your your rise essentially to becoming a, a phenomenal athlete that you are. And um, I was just wondering like do you, like throughout your running journey, who are some of your most like inspirational like role models or people that you've looked up to? Yeah, Josh points at himself on the video, but it's not going to be Josh at all. Josh is one of those guys where I'd put his name down on a sheet of paper and I'd want to beat him. Um, <laughs> and I, I really do act honestly and like genuinely like appreciate you saying that because I think at times I take for granted what I've done. And I think that it, it's a good reminder to know that like I am doing the right thing and I'm in the right profession because people say like, why are you a professional runner? Why, why are you this? And honestly, like, being a role model, it, it, I take that very personal and I take that very prideful because I want to be in this position to help as many people as possible while getting my accolades along the way. And like, I'm very far from where I want to be. I think I settled a little bit um, right when I came out of college because I was like, man, I did all these great things at division two, but now I'm at a point where like, I'm very, very hungry for success. And so I think I have a long ways to go to hopefully continue to inspire and prove to the people that look up to me that like I am someone that's worth looking up to. And so um, like when I beat Josh, you know, you'll hear from it. And so um, I appreciate you saying that. And for me, role models, honestly, I was, um, it, it's interesting because track and field, I wasn't very active in following track and field out of high school um, or even college. I would say the people that I watched the most, most were like Andrew Weeding and like Matthew Sensuitz and which are still role models for people running today. And there was a really cool moment um, in 2017 where it was Andrew Weeding's final um, USATF championships. And it was my first one. And I felt like that was a really good transition for me because I ended up beating him in the prelims. And unfortunately he didn't make the final, but at that moment I felt like not like a passing of the torch because I'm nowhere in comparison um, yet, but that was like a transition of, okay, uh, like idols become your rivals kind of scenario. So I would say Andrew Weeding was a really big guy for me to, um, to follow because his success out of college in 2008 and in 2012 um, were enough to put him on the map for me of like inspiration. So probably Andrew Weeding. Um, but honestly, I'm just such a fan of the sport that there's not like one person that really gets me excited. I mean, I get excited about tons and tons of performances, like people my age, like Grant Holloway winning the 110 meter hurdles, um, you know, Noah Lyles using personality on the start line. Like I can pick apart most people on the circuit right now that I consider an inspiration. So um, yeah, I think I, I'm just very passionate about the sport and whoever, whoever on the day um, is inspiring to me is, is who's going to take the ticket. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, f I feel that. So uh, I guess my mo the last part of what I wanted to ask you guys is like my banter part. But yeah. uh, uh, so, David, like, yeah. you're, you're a great dude, but like <laughs> doing – You've done some pretty weird stuff, you know, coming from like just listening through the podcast. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like you're you're one of those people that uh that give distance runners that that weird reputation. <laughs> Man, you were gassing me up for so right. long, and then you come out right. with that. You know, I know you've been holding that down. Well, um, it's it's honestly one of the most funniest stories I've ever heard was you talking about your lead up and just reading. Like, whenever I listen to that podcast, and I've been reading throughout your book like whenever you talked about the story of you leading through like conference and then regionals and then um, the NCAA championships for cross, like whenever you talk about the weird rituals <laughs> that you guys, that you did like uh, specifically the one where you guys like 
peed on each other. <laughs> we didn't pee but, on each other. We peed next to each other. I, it's, it doesn't make it better. <laughs> but I was, you know, I just yeah. wanted, I, I was just like thinking, I was like, man, people like David <laughs> making us look weird. <laughs> You know, and I don't take any offense to that because when I look back at those times, uh, yeah, we definitely did some weird stuff. But, you know, cross country is such a weird sport and such a personal sport where I feel like you can be weird with your friends and like no one judges you until you publish it in a book and everyone gets to read how weird you are. So, yeah, um, I, I definitely fit that weird category and I do a lot of crazy stuff. And I think I do a lot of crazy stuff just because like I, I like being different. I like doing these weird things to, I guess, get attention and uh, make it, make it more fun. Josh, on the other hand, would never admit to peeing his pants, um, which is because he's lesser of a man, but that's a different story. <laughs> a big, a big shout out to your team today, dude. Tell us how yeah. to tell them all good Instagram luck for us and, and, and right. tell us how they do. Yeah. Thank so, you. you have any more banter oh. with Josh? Or is that good? Oh, Josh, I just, I just have one thing. Why do uh, Scottish people have such like weird slang? Uh, um, we're lazy, man, and it sounds cool. So, when it, however way we can make words shorter or have an English or American person not understand what we're saying is that's the dream, man. That's uh, that's the goal in all of our slang is uh, make sure that the Americans don't understand what we're saying and, and we can get there as quickly as possible. So, yeah. All right. Awesome. Sounds fair enough. Thank you, man. All right. no, good luck to your team. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, letting me letting for this opportunity for everyone to hop on. It's of fun. course, always, of course, always. Right. Cheers, brother. Cheers, cheers. All right. What's All right. going on? Yo, right. I want to know: is that your real name? Your Zoom name is <laughs> Valdis Slokenbergs. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's your real name. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Oh shit! Normally, that is awesome. Don't get it right away. Yeah. yeah, good job. That's good. I, wow. Okay. Well, um, guys, welcome on to the podcast episode. Thank you guys for waiting in that lobby. I know you guys were waiting there a few minutes. Um, we had a few more guests in the lobby right ahead of you, but you're on now. Um, let's introduce both of you, where you guys are from, and then shoot your shots all at Josh, not me, please, for the love. Okay. All righty. Um, so I'm Charlie. That's Valdis. Um, we both are freshmen uh, runners for Johns Hopkins. Cool. And uh, we're currently in Flagstaff, Arizona. School's online for the semesters so like our whole freshman team is out here training right now cool having a good time um anything else before we get to the business oh no all right do we do we have permission to share a screen for an image uh always. yeah yeah always as long as it's not anything nude you know if it's yeah. a nude photo of me that you found Just, on uh what's it called only fans and yeah no <laughs> no no, 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 no. Uh, okay. you've also disabled screen sharing if you want. oh okay yeah let me let me enable that do i have to do meantime no you don't uh josh as a as a bigger runner myself, I'm like 160, whatever. Um, how do you that's, deal? With that's small in my eyes, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, compared to this guy, at least. Yeah. How do you deal with the chafe? The chafe? You'd never wear short shorts, brother. So not so comfortable for most. He's a big half tights guy. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. I I made the decision. There'll be a photo on my Instagram, very deep back. I think conference 2015. So my first year at UNM, um, there was a pitch. I put on a fair bit of weight. I was probably sitting like 190 at this point. Um, freshman 25, right? Um, so I had I had like short shorts on and that ended up going on the poster, like a photo of me in the race, like our actual like track and field poster. And uh, it, it's a pretty bad photo. And that's when I made the decision that, that short shorts was just not the move for me. So from then <laughs> on, I don't think I ever wore short shorts ever again. Unless I'm getting a massage. I never run on them. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, half tights, brother. That's all you got to do. 
All right, I'm trying I to figure out how to uh, screen share. I'm not Come figuring it out. If on. not, I can pull it up on my phone and just Here, like hold it. Do you want to, do you have a link of it? Is this on a laptop? You want to throw it in the chat and then we could click it? Yeah, let's just do that. Man, if this is, if you guys are hacking our internet right now and, and taking all our, our good currencies from this, uh, I'm pissed. Just had like a, probably over the course of multiple hour long debate. About okay, this here we go. We've had this debate. You have we on have the podcast debate. today? Not on the podcast today, okay. but we've yeah, had this debate on runs. We, so we actually redid this. So for those of you that are just listening to the audio, this is a video that say pick two. Um, they will defend you. The rest are coming to kill you. So we have 50 eagles. We have 10 alligators, three bears, seven, we'll say bulls, one hunter, 15 wolves, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. So we actually made a meme of this. We put... Um, our team members in those slots based off like their abilities. And of course I made it and I made myself 10,000 rats. So I'd always choose 10,000 Davis to defend me, but to start on this image, um, I would choose 10,000 rats and I would choose the 50 Eagles. Let's go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Josh, what do you think? Wait, do I, Oh, we, Oh, I get two. You get two. And then the rest of those things are coming after you. I mean, if you're taking the rats, I mean, that's, that's a pretty solid start. I think. That's just covering most of your bases. And then right. I reckon, oh, I think it's, I can't do the same as Dave, but if you're up in the sky, that's not going to, I think I'm going to take the 10 alligators. Oof. Alligators? Good what? Luck. Good luck. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm in the war, dude. You're well, going see, in the like the debate, the, way, the debate we've been having is like, you can't assume anything about the landscape. Mm. Right. right? Okay. So well, I'll, take the, the I'll take the hunter at that point. I'll take the, the gunman. You think the gunman would be able to shoot down 50 eagles and four lions think, and five gorillas? So I mean, the I'll, thing I'll about the gunman is the gunman needs one good shot to hit you and then you lose. Mm. But the eagles are really – so we looked up the specific eagle. They have like a seven-foot wingspan, so they're good okay. at distraction, and they have good eyesight. All right, so what are your guys' picks then before we really get bantering on this? Hawks and rats – or eagles and rats all day. I'd pick the same. If I had to pick something else, I'd say – rats and bears so you so it's 100 percent unanimous we're all on the rats page yeah yeah I mean, if you don't sense. choose the rats you're done i think the math adds up to like if the rats are against or like if you have the rats you get like 200 rats per like every other animal yeah so yeah. that's like Jeez. you have to choose the rats. i mean if you if you thought about an image or something with ten thousand rats like visually looked at ten thousand rats that is a ton of rats it's absurd yeah it's it's absurd i mean like it would literally like you could run rats across all these animals and they would disappear yeah yeah well i reckon i'm taking the 15 huskies and those the are gunmen. wolves they're huskies isn't they? they're wolves i mean if they're they 15 huskies then yeah. my guess is they probably wouldn't be there because huskies are very because my will my wolves are gonna eat the rats, and then my gunman's just going <laughs> to shoot everyone else. Yeah, so, I'm yeah, good. so, so 15 wolves is going to eat 10,000 rats. Eat 10, so, you're, you're the, you guys are the math like guys. What's, what is that per, per wolf? How many rats did each of them Come on, eat? Dave. What? Hey, yeah. like, Something like that. that. Hold up. Do you say 800 that, over here. that quick? It's 666 rats per wolf. So you're, you're saying that each wolf is going to be able to eat 666 rats, Josh? Yes, I am. Do you, think eat, do you just mean kill or do you mean like fully consume? Uh, I mean, they're probably going to consume the first 600, but the last 66 <laughs> will probably just be chewing and, and stepping on them. 600? Yeah. They eat a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> I, I don't think I just you realize don't, how, I don't how many rats get shot. 600 is. I don't want to get shot. So, and I'm going to get shot. 
All right, so what's your final answer, Josh? You're bouncing around. Who, who are you picking? Uh, the Wolf Huskies and the Gunman. <laughs> wolf Huskies and the Gunman. So you're the, you're the first to die, but that's okay. I'm not, because you're going to get shot. What happens when the 10, bear, 10 bulls ever charge you? Can your Huskies stop that? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Rats. I, uh, you have to have the rats. <laughs> all right, let's, let's take the rats and the eagles out of the equation. Oh. So then we have seven bulls. I'm taking the lions, dude. We have, okay, Josh, I'm, I'm going to read it all out. We have seven bulls, 10 alligators, one hunter, five gorillas, three bears, 15 wolves, and four lions. So, Josh, what do you pick first without eagles or rats? Do you stay with your wolves and no. wolves and hunter? No, I change the lions. Because okay. I can, I'm trying to pick things that I can't outrun, which is most of them. Actually, you can't outrun any of them. Yeah. You might be able to outrun the hunter and alligator. I was, I was hoping I could, yeah, alligator and then, oh, no, nah, I've got no chance. I mean, you're going to die in every scenario. There's no scenario here that you don't die. <laughs> I reckon I'm just trying to make friends with certain people. So my lions <laughs> are going to make friends with the, the, the wolves because they're, they're similar. <laughs> and then the gorillas were boys because we're similar weight. And then, like, the, the crocodiles or alligators or whatever, they're going to be pretty slow on land compared to the other animals. And then the bulls only see red, so I'm not going to be wearing red. And then <laughs> the bears, I mean, the bears just want to hug. So that's, that's life. All right, we have people in the lobby as well, so we want you guys to say your last picks without the rats and eagles in the equation. I, I think I was going to go bears and lions. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Because like you said about the bears, they just want to make friends. You want mm. them to be your friends. For sure. Because if they're your friends, they'll do anything to defend you. And like you said, like the lions are fast, you know. Yeah, so that's my pick. Okay. My pick is bears and alligators. I'm going to see the alligators fly. Interesting. Okay, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go gorillas and wolves. Love it. All right. Well, Alrighty. thank you guys. This will be a discussion most definitely furthermore. <laughs> That we may even include in the next season with uh, some of our guests that we come on, that come on, and uh, see where see where they stand. We'll keep right, you. Thank you very much. Right, yeah, thank boys. you guys for hopping in. Good luck in Flagstaff, and tell your team hello for us. Appreciate sure. it. Thanks. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for the opportunity to sit in the hot seat for a bit and take the heat from you. I feel as though I got a lot of L's this round, and Josh got a lot of W's. So if we ever do this again, please, for the love, aim at Josh. I'm, uh, my confidence is an all-time low. My ego's at an all-time low. Um, and Josh, I feel as though, is kind of riding pretty good. So, Josh, you have any closing remarks before we uh, sign off? You know, I'm reasonably unaffected, Dave. Um, we've got a, you know, we, I, was, I came in here expecting to get roasted, and I feel like most of the heat was on you, and I, I rather enjoyed that, to be honest. So, you know, I think this was, this was a great idea. I think we should definitely do more of this, and, Maybe it's not an actual episode. Maybe we just do, you know, an Instagram live or something like that. But interacting with you guys has always been fantastic. And some of the effort that was brought forward is, is pretty cool to, to, to see, to be honest. And, you know, we want to continue to be able to speak to you guys and, and interact and, and, you know, give, give you guys as much as we can information on the sport and grow the sport as much as possible. So this has been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's definitely time to go back into the roasting part of things rather than the roasty. So I don't know, how are we, how are we going to name this episode? Because typically at the end of the episode, um, we have a guest name the episode, but we have 20, 30 plus guests and no one's in here right now. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've definitely named episodes before. And so, 
three, two. Are you counting down yourself? One. David Ribich needs to change his shirt because <laughs> of how much roasting he. Um, and we're gonna do tons of clickbait off of it. I'll I'll make something creative. Um, but season okay. finale. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's been a blast and it's been probably one of the coolest moments of our podcast thus far is really seeing the effect that we have on our community. And like I said, next time Josh is in the hot seat. I might just call in and, and do my own little roasts for him. Yeah. And keep an eye on our socials because there's going to be some big moves happening soon. And uh, I'm sure season four is coming pretty soon, but it'll be coming in real hot. So yeah, pay attention oh, no. to our socials. and In a last minute addition we have carissa nelson oh. signing in we're gonna admit her making it gang gang so. all right uh carissa we're in the car um we just did our sign out from the episode so you're gonna be our final guest and this is it are you muted or what is going on i don't know am i muted no no, no you good, you're good. You. all right you have three minutes before we sign out so what do you, you want to shoot your shots yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really pissed at you right now, Dave, to be honest. I don't really have a lot of shit talking to do. I just got to tell you that, you know, you, you were really, um, you were really shitty. <laughs> you, you texted me yesterday and you said, oh my gosh, Carissa, are you back in town? And I was like, oh, Dave cares that I'm back in town. Like, this is great. And then you immediately asked, oh, can you take photos of me while I'm doing my workout? And you haven't said anything to me since. Like, literally, this is the first time I've talked to you since you just asked me to do a favor for you. So I'm just mad that you pretended like you were happy hours in town. And, um, yeah, it was all fake. You're just fake, Dave. At least when Josh messaged me asking for a favor, he pretended like he was interested in my life. But you, like, you didn't even pretend. And that really hurts. I mean, I, I get painted as like the bad guy, you know, and Dave's like this sweet, sweet little boy on our team. Yeah. And, and no, I, I really think that that's sweet just not boy. sweet little boy. But, you know, that's not true. And I apologize no. for that, Krista, um, that Dave's treated Thank you like you. that. But, you know, you he's, guys, yeah. he's hit the big time. Yeah, could you please show him how to pretend to be interested in my life like you did? I mean, you were very nice. You're like, oh, how's your, like, Hey, Chris, let me ask a favor. And then, oh, how's your foot? How was MCAT? And Dave's just like, can you take a photo of me? And then that's it. <laughs> well, right. you were brought up on the podcast earlier. Um, I, really? We, we may have been speaking to a Not certain Mr. This is all Josh. Uh, Mr. Hopple. Uh, so I know you're being nice to me now, but when you listen to the episode, uh, you might not be as nice. But I was just trying to back you up, dude. I was like making sure that he was embarrassed um by his who, who is he again uh he he was fourth in the world last year <laughs> i i only talk to people who are top three so i don't really know oh that's tough well that's tough to hear and it's the time ticks to big, one big memory. The, big memory. the time ticks to one and david is saved as being the boy on the team uh carissa <laughs> thank you for being the final person on the podcast um thank you your heart and your soul and your mind are so beautiful and i'm so oh, thankful stop. for our friendship and uh, I hope that we can rebuild some of the things that we've lost. It's a shameful time for her to freeze. This, this feels really, and you know, this is why I like Spencer better. Because when he talks to me, he, he's genuine. Mm, there genuine. it is. Awesome. Well, thank you, Carissa. We're going to sign out and uh, have a good day. And I'll text you right after this meeting. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Yeah.
All right. And then that's a wrap guys. Thank you for listening. Um, and we'll uh, get this uploaded soon. We appreciate you guys. And we're looking forward to season four. Adios amigos. Nice. He wants to kick, he's gotta go now. We're with Josh Kerr. Alright, here David Ribbage. Josh Kerr. David Ribbage. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Ribbage.